0: Ever hear that girl from shows, 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 man. Sorry. See, so like, don't let this freak you out.
1: Yeah, I don't care, it's fine. You're gonna give me a freaking aneurysm, man. <laughs> That's a Houdini dad, you know. That's not true. Yeah, no, he got punched in the stomach, here. right? Aglock played on that stage where he died. No way, really? Yeah, we it was in <laughs> Jesus, that scared me. <laughs> With all the shootings around lately? Yeah. Uh,
0: no, we played in Detroit, and it was, like, their claim to, f- to fame. We showed up at the venue, and it was this giant stage. And when we're loading in, they're like, oh, this is where Houdini died. And they have, like, a little plaque on the wall and stuff. Oh, my God, It's, really? like, the one thing that they're proud of. Were you, uh, when you played bass, right where Houdini died? Like right I don't there. know. They, they had, like, an outline of his body on the stage, they you were. know? No, they did, and he was like clutching his stomach. <laughs> no way. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, no, like the <laughs> little outline. Yeah. And then they had like this drawing and this big, fat, like strong guy next to him, and he's no, like, kissing no his way. biceps. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's great.
1: That's amazing.
0: No, that's not true.
1: No, I knew it. Okay. Should we start? Sure. Okay.
0: Amazing. I'm going to turn that off. Very well. Okay, Jesse. Hey. Hey, thanks for joining me. How are you? Good. I haven't done one of these in quite a while, actually. It has been a while. It's been a really it? long time.
1: Who was the last person? Was that Ashley? Aesop. Aesop, right. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, summer got in the way. But it's yeah, true. thanks for coming by. And you brought some
1: friends. I did. I brought Kevin and Francisco. Mm-hmm. They're right next to me right now. Do they have anything to say? Uh, They don't really like to speak very much. No. no.
0: What's wrong with Kevin?
1: Well, Kevin, uh, he's a uh, domino
0: cockroach. So he's an immigrant? He is, actually. Taking my
1: job? (laughs) I knew it. Actually, this is uh, Francisco right here. So he's what? It's a domino cockroach. Okay. Domino because of the markings on him? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a black and white one, which is what a domino cockroach is. But there are... Orange and black ones, which is what Kevin is. Okay.
0: Hold him up closer to the mic so people can see. There you go. It's cute.
1: He's saying something.
0: He's saying something, yeah.
1: He's probably pissed I dug him out of his hole. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, these guys are pretty cool. They're uh, a really small cockroach, but probably the my favorite pet cockroach, honestly.
0: Yeah. I think most people think of like the, the hissing cockroaches,
1: right? Madagascar hisses. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that? Madagascar hissing cockroaches are, well, any hissing cockroach is only found in Madagascar.
0: Really? Yep. So the ones you find
1: like in New York are? Those are either German cockroaches, American cockroaches, Asian cockroaches. Just depends. Those are all invasive. Okay. New York has all invasive cockroaches. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I just hung up. A pamphlet from the Hollywood Forever Cemetery that I visited last week and it keeps falling off the wall I think it's haunted it's a map of the cemetery that's kind of creepy yeah it keeps just falling right off I have like eight huge strips of tape on it and it keeps falling off have you you ever
1: seen the omen yeah it has nothing to do with that poster
0: but it's kind of like that well that's terrifying
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what you just like capture bugs what's your deal well these guys uh, actually weren't um, captured i got them from bugs in cyberspace which is a website that sells bugs really how do they ship them Uh, he is they ship them pretty well i mean uh they get them to you on a good time so wow i don't know yeah you can get all kinds of stuff from there from scorpions to uh, mantids i have a devil flower mantis which is the coolest bug ever Uh, if you don't know what that is which you probably don't Mm -mm. look that up because it's amazing it looks like a dragon insect it's incredible But he he sells those uh, He has all kinds of stuff though But it's pretty incredible
0: Wow Alright I'll check that out So Why do you have these bugs? Who are you? What's You're, you're Jesse I'm
1: What's, Jesse. Your, what's yeah. your deal? I'm the bug guy man You're the
0: bug guy I like bugs So you're an
1: entomologist Uh, I'm still going to school for it But But uh, that's That's your That's what I I mean yeah Yeah I, I Once I finally get To those classes I can probably teach them so
0: right <laughs> yeah not to be confused with a etymologist no not quite the same not quite no. cuz etymologist
1: or etymology is the study of words correct mm-hmm. okay and a lot of people get that mixed up yeah
0: well it's very similar sounding i say words. entomologists
1: are like oh i must be good at reading <laughs> like well yeah, yeah but I don't, I don't read but who isn't good at reading i
0: know come on <laughs> so you have kevin the guy who else do you have
1: uh, I also brought Priscilla. She's mm-hmm. a European mantis. Okay. And uh, She may or may not want to come out. I don't know. She is what you will find in Oregon. She's okay. one of the only types of mantises that you'll find in Oregon. I like her. She's pretty cool.
0: Green, about inch and a half long. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you see a praying mantis... In Portland mm-hmm. It's most likely Going to be this Right
0: I don't think I've ever seen one In Oregon
1: Really? Yeah I don't think so There are brown ones That, that It's the same exact species They look brown though. Um, a lot of people Don't realize It's the same kind But right. They just have Different coloration Okay Yeah They vary in color in Between green brown And like yellowish colors mm-hmm.
0: So I think Maybe I've seen a brown one I don't know
1: Yeah she's actually uh, Pretty small they they can be a little bit bigger than this one. Um, but, I mean, usually they're gone by now because of the weather. Oh, right. But she's been nice and warm, so she hangs out in here. Just dropping sex. Kind of like sacks. when we went to the zoo and everything peed. Yeah, you know, that's that was, right. Oh, that was so yeah, mad. you
0: took me to the zoo. It was like the monkeys peed.
1: Everything Everything peed. The elephants. Yeah. The hippos. Like, as <laughs> soon as they saw me, the they bear. just peed. Even the bear peed. How often do you see a bear peeing? I mean, come I, on. I
0: didn't, I didn't <laughs> think bears peed.
1: <laughs> Not at all. Only for you. They're like birds. <laughs> oh, didn't you get crapped on too by a bird? I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, I think I did. You yeah, did.
0: that was quite the adventure. And I met penguin, penguin. I met Mo the penguin. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, and you took us to the uh the butter. What are they? What was that called? The butterflies? The the what do you call it? Like the aquarium for butterflies?
1: Oh, like the oh with the. Um, the insect zoo that we had? Yeah, I thought there was a different name for it, though. Like an emporium or something? A pavilion. The, butter bi- the butterfly pavilion. That's it. Butterfly pavilion.
0: That's the it. aquarium for butterflies. For
1: butterflies. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: the aquarium.
0: Your, your guy's just chilling here on my yeah, desk.
1: Yeah, she does that. If we had a fly, she'd be all about it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You have any flies around here? Sometimes. Check your bed? Yeah, We started to get mice all of
0: a sudden. Like really? the last couple of weeks, we've had a few mice in here. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the season for it. Never had them here before. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Get a cat. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. No, you don't. <laughs> no, the girls really want one.
1: Is Priscilla okay?
0: Yeah, she's fine. Okay. She's just, like, staring at me.
1: Yeah. Her planning her, uh... She was cleaning herself. Oh, yeah. I'll put it back, though. The other guys I brought are the stick insects, phasmids. So what are those, walking sticks? Walking sticks. All right. Whip it out. Whip (laughs) out your stick. (laughs) Whip out my walking stick. Walking sticks are kind of similar to mantids, I guess. Uh, But they are not predatory. They eat plants. This guy doesn't want to come out, really but uh, they're a stick. It looks just like a stick. There's another species of uh, phasmid. It's Mm -hmm. called a leaf insect. Okay. It literally looks like a leaf. You've probably seen seen that. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, those are really cool. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, these guys like to play dead a lot and they'll tuck their legs in and they literally just look like a stick. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Do you ever accidentally pick one up and hit it hit a piñata with it? All the time, <laughs> I mean, too, daily. <laughs> Come on. Oh yeah. <laughs> the here. Come on. All your piñata actions. Yeah, I mean, that's all I do. So, um, yeah. So you're a bug guy. Mm-hmm. You uh, currently work at the zoo. I do. And you've taken me uh, backstage at the zoo a couple times. I got to watch the lions get fed.
1: That's right. And the, the, the vultures. Lions. Yes um, Oh wait, we, it was the Condors, wasn't it?
0: Yes, sorry It was the Condors Didn't we go with Alex? Yeah, yeah no, we, it was, we went with Alex Webster of Cannibal yeah. Corpse And we went right. to go see the lions get fed That was... And oh, John. and Tanner And John and Tanner and John and Volta, Wait, yeah. was Tanner there? Yeah, he was there Yeah, he was there yeah. yeah Weird So many people Going to see the lions get fed with a member of Cannibal Corpse
1: That's pretty intense
0: It's something you can barely even
1: make up it's like, true that's weird right I don't, think, I don't think anyone does believe me when i mention it
0: no it just sounds like
1: they're like okay dude yeah right. play yeah. through bugs yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah.
0: uh and then yeah we met mo with the penguins i feel like we did something else
1: crazy too Did we feed giraffes
0: yeah yeah i think we fed the giraffes, yeah, fed giraffes right um but now you have a sloth josie now yeah. you gotta come see her I haven't been to the zoo in very so long busy time. All summer I know, so, so busy. That was your only
1: chance too. Oh man,
0: oh, it's, it's too bad. Because <laughs> now Josie's dead.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. I got to take Marty to go see the lemurs. Yeah. I've been meaning to do that. I just, I've been busy. This You've summer been too, too busy all summer. Yeah. And this summer was, if I wasn't at work, mm-hmm. we were out catching bugs, so adventuring. Yeah. It was pretty amazing though.
0: That's great though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, um, should we maybe play a song? Yeah. Let's you want to? Okay.
1: Uh, you go first. All right. I'm going to play something that uh, I would say is like the first, I guess, band that really got me into music as far as what I like. Okay. Um, I, Of course, my taste changed as mm-hmm. I got older a little bit, but still, it's a, a really amazing band. I mean, we haven't played Jimmy Buffett on the podcast
0: yet, so that's me. perfect. <laughs>
1: actually it was hansen i saw hansen once uh yeah really yeah did you play with them yeah Were you their i was still? in hansen yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: This is a really good system
1: because I got them too. heard this i don't think so yeah these guys like you know i was probably 12 when i first heard these guys and i saw them live and it was just like this is music you know i went from listening to a lot of scene type stuff to you know a lot of and i didn't even like it really i it was just Friends of mine that were in bands or something like that, right. you know, and and I was like, oh, this is kind of neat, and I was getting into the band scene, and then I saw these guys live, and I was like, I want to find more of this, hmm. you know, and it, it kind of opened my mind to, you know, other things besides like, you know, uh, screamo type stuff or pop punk, you know, that I wasn't really into, right? But all my friends were, you know, so so American band, these guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. From Concord, California, actually. I have no idea what this is. Oh yeah, this is a great record. Really expensive vinyl, though. I've been I've been wanting this on vinyl for a long time, but it's like 200 bucks. <laughs> so. Would this be somebody that I've heard of? Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: This is the last song on the track. I mean, on the album, and uh, it was just like it's, the whole album. Really, you should listen to because it doesn't stop. It's, right, it goes from like the beginning till the end, you know, and it, okay. and it and it just changes throughout the entire album. Yeah, but this song, like, like when you, it's like the last track, and when it's over, it's just like so powerful, okay. you know. And uh, I was just like, this is it. Like, this is, you know, this was before I even heard Agaloc You know, which mm-hmm. I mean, Agaloc that really changed me as well as to what I listened to, you know, because I had started getting into metal, like Catatonia or Dissection, you know, even Cannibal Corpse, stuff like mm-hmm. that, And yeah. before I'd ever heard Agaloc, but, and then I heard Pale Folklore, and then the next day after hearing Pale Folklore, I used to work at a record store, I picked up The Mantle, and that like changed my life, I was like, well, okay, <laughs> so this was, is what I want to listen to.
0: Was that around the time that The Mantle came out then?
1: 2003, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I got it like had pretty much. I think feel like it just came out. I and I ordered everything I could of Agalok. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, uh, there was only Pale Folklore, uh, the Mantle, and uh, Tomorrow Will Never Come seven inch. Okay, yeah. And only two of those came in, and I just bought them both, not nice. realizing that they would, you know, be this like huge collector's right, item. And yeah. So I was like, yeah. oh well, this is awesome. Yeah. Like years later, I realized that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. So that's that's how we
0: met, is because of Agalok. Yeah. And the first time I heard of. first time you were on my radar was. You posted a photo of your Agalock collection yeah. on Facebook, and I saw it for some reason. Maybe you tagged me or something. I don't know. And I remember commenting and saying something like.
1: That was a stalker? Like, yeah, like
0: your creepy stalker or something. I had no idea. Oh, I mean, it was. It yeah. Was a total fangirl. I mean, it's fine. I had. I had no idea who you were. <laughs> and it was literally like a month later that you approached me in Oakland after <laughs> Dude, the Agalock show.
1: I I had a, I can't even remember why I went to Oakland in the first place, but there was something that I was able to do, like it worked right around that time, and I was like, but the real reason, I was like, I just want to go see Agalock right <laughs> in Oakland.
0: Well, yeah, you, I think you told me you had like s- some kind of work function or... School function or no, it, something. It was,
1: it was something to do with a possible job. I remember, but yeah, yeah. it so, that was years ago. I mean,
0: oh, it was a long time ago. But I remember you approaching me, and I recognized your name or something. So I'm, I'm really spooky with that sometimes, like with names. And I was like, oh, you're the you're the fucking stalker. You're yeah, the
1: stalker, dude.
0: And then I had no idea that you lived in Portland. And then you're like, oh, I live in Portland. And then I don't think we really hung out after that necessarily. But then. I would see you at more shows or something like that. Yeah. And then we became friends that
1: way. Um But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting way for us to become friends. The first time I met you technically, I I didn't it, it was like it was at the Branks. It's like one of the only times I ever went and Ugh. saw a show at the Branks. It was an awful show. Yeah, yeah, because there was like upstairs was this weird like the return techno thing. music, yeah. or whatever the hell yeah. that was. And so every time you guys would stop playing it'd just be mm-s, mm-s, Yeah. Mm-s, mm-s. I yeah. was like, What the hell is this? Ugh. yeah, that <laughs> That How was not even a venue? I don't get it. That show is not fun.
0: But, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. That was a, a fun way to get to know you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like think this weird, weird power dynamic. Like, oh, I have like, all this weird shit of yours. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can we be friends? Yeah. Come I, on. I keep it in this one special
1: little corner. <laughs> I have it all in my closet. <laughs> like,
0: okay. Next to a
1: giant st- life-size doll of you. <laughs> <laughs> As long as it's not a sex
0: doll of me. Well, I, I mean, I mean, no I, comment. I guess no comment. I guess any doll could be a sex doll. <laughs> right. So yeah, I have no idea what that was. I mean, it makes me think of post rock type stuff. So it makes me think of.
1: But that that so that came out in two thousand two, right? And that was Dredge. You ever heard of Dredge? Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, that I, was off the album LCL, and it's called "The Canyon Behind Her."
0: D R E D G. Yes. Yes, I assume they were. I assumed two things about that band for i have no idea why but i thought that they were european Mm -hmm. and i thought they were gent i thought they were like a mashuga type thing no yeah i I mean mean, i have no idea why i thought that
1: no they're i don't know they're that (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah you know and that's the thing is what was so crazy about dredge is that i i I was listening to all this other stuff and i was just like yeah you know and it was like weird bands you know those rant you know from autumn to ashes or yeah. static, you know, static yeah. Lullaby. all these bands that, you know, people liked that I was kind of like, eh, they're okay. You mm-hmm. know, but yeah. I, I wanted, I knew that I, I wanted something more cause you know, I kind of grew up listening to like, you know, some Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin already. And I kind of had right. that in me. So when I heard dredge live, mm-hmm. which was like, I mean, the guy had a saw and he was like cutting a guitar in half or whatever he Whoa. was doing. Yeah. It was insane. I was like this, I need more of this in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of got to know them for a little while too, which was pretty cool. Um, I kind of like did some street team stuff for him when that yeah. was popular before my space, mm-hmm. you know? So when you play that song, you're dredging up old memories all the time. Dred- I mean, that, dredging that was, I mean, that was one of the things, you know, memories. I used to run a website, you know, saclocalbands.com. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And I mean, that was what, you know, uh, one of the bands i definitely promoted big time, but so, <clears throat> yeah. um, it was just teenage me running around all these shows mm-hmm. and then record labels were like, Hey, you know, send us stuff that you listen to. And then it, and then of course MySpace came out, and then it was really easy for me to network. Right. So I was really young though when that was going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. So seen a lot of giant squid back then. I saw them a ton. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I only saw them the one time.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. you played with them? Yeah, they opened for us on the ashes. <laughs> yeah, I would have given my left nut show. to see that show. It was a
0: great show, and that was. Shit, what that year was long that? Two thousand seven, two thousand six, no, eight. Before that, wait. I don't know. When did Ashes come out? 2006. 2006. Sounds about right. Because yeah. Ioni was like a year old. So, yeah. About yeah. 2006. I have that poster. Oh, yeah. I have, I used to have one. I don't know what happened to it. I probably stole it from you. You probably did. <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> I snuck in your house. <laughs> Grabbed what I could. That's not creepy or anything. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play something. So this is a band that I have heard about for many, many years. But kind of like with Dredge, I assumed that they were something that that they're not. So I just wrote them off like forever. Um, And then I recently actually took the time to listen to it. And I've been kind of obsessed ever since. All right.
1: Does it? Yeah. So now where did you hear these guys first? Um,
0: There's a podcast called Radical Research Uh run by... Jeff Wagner and Hunter Ginn. And they basically, it's all about music, but they'll do like an episode, like on Oliver's William Blake. And they'll dissect the record and play parts of it. And they'll do episodes on like different styles. And, but it's all about like obscure, strange music. And they had one episode where this band wasn't the focus, but they included this band. So I heard these little snippets like this song, And at first I kind of hated it, and now I'm just like kind of obsessed. Especially, this chorus just kills me right here. And the guy's voice is so...
1: It goes with it. it. It's so weird. Yeah. And and they're so proggy at times. I I have definitely heard this, but it's not coming to mind who this is. He's been
0: around a really long time. Have they? And I just, I wrote him off just
1: for whatever reason. I do that, you know. I listen to a lot of music. Like, I'll, I'll go to a band camp and I'll just, like, search, you know, some under something and listen to, like, 40 bands a yeah. night and just, like, kind of blow stuff off. And then, also, like, a year and a half later, someone will bring him up and be like, well, oh, I've heard of them. And you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are really good.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, like, when I told Marty Hill, that I was listening to these guys and he's like, oh, shit, I saw them for bodies like 15 years ago, you know? And everybody I mentioned it to, they're like, oh, yeah. Where have you been?
1: Yeah. That's like every meme I've ever posted. I was like, yeah, dude, that was like six years ago. I'm like, oh, (laughs) well, I just found it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this might give it away. But so I started listening to this band religiously maybe a month and a half ago. And then I just happened to be in L.A last week, Uh, and they just happened to be playing the same time, and so me and my friend Nick went and saw them, I guess it was like two weeks ago now, and they were on their 15th anniversary of a certain record, and so they played like... What what record? Just wondering. It's called Fringers. (laughs) It was the 15th anniversary of their Fringers record, so they played that record in its entirety, and then they played like four or five other songs, and it was fucking amazing.
1: It It was awesome. There was
0: like six people on stage. And they had an interactive video, like, where the video is, like, singing along
1: with them. Oh, and crazy.
0: So cool. Huh. But it's, like, so poppy, but it's so proggy at the same time. You know, yeah.
1: I mean, music's music, you know? Yeah. Like, it's... it just... I dig it. It's cool. Yeah. I would definitely see this live. It was so good. They played at the Regent in L.A. Yeah. Like, downtown L.A. It was so great. Well, it, honestly, it's... It's like Daft Punk for me. I don't really listen to Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. It's not really all my thing. But I went and saw it live, and it was mind-blowing. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it was just like... I mean, yeah. That's how you're supposed to listen yeah. to that music. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And These guys, it's like two guitars, bass. The singer is just a singer. Well, he did pull out a guitar here and there. Yeah. Um, drummer and then a keyboard player. And is just like a huge fucking wall of sound and... he's obviously an
1: amazing singer well yeah have you ever heard of holy fawn no oh that's it's kind of i mean it it's different their music's different but it kind of the vocals a little bit kind of remind okay. me of them but they're yeah. kind of a newer band but I've, I've been listening to lately but really good nice i'll check that out um that
0: was the song was called "The Zookeeper's Boy," <laughs> of course, <laughs> and the band is Mew. Oh, Mew! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they're awesome.
1: Yeah, are they? Where are they from? Uh, are Denmark. That like, uh, was like Iceland or something, but yeah, it's yeah. close enough. Okay, Sure. Same thing. <laughs> what's was <that laughs> it's ocean. over? Screw over
0: there. Yeah, um, yeah. They're they're Danish, and they, I just they just grabbed me. Now is that
1: what that was their their first album?
0: Oh, I don't think so. I don't. Oh. I don't really know the order of the order of the records. Uh, this is from and the Glass Handed Kites. Th-
1: that would. That's a band I've never seen live. I would love to see that live.
0: Yeah, I just I, it was just total accident. So my friend was like, "I have tickets to this already. Do you want to go?" I was
1: like, uh,
0: "Yeah, that'd be awesome." Wow. Yeah. So again, one of those bands like I've heard about a million times, and then it just kind of fell in my lap.
1: I'm gonna play. Something I've currently been listening to. A band that uh, isn't very much heard. They're from the UK. Oasis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was uh, Aqua. Oh, they did. Um... Barbie Girl? Barbie Girl, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another ad. What do you know? I could probably play this on Spotify, but I. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I like ads. Stay more metal than the Them. Okay, yeah. So, um, of course, I digged it because of that. I I like Alcest, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I would love to see these guys live. They've never played the United States, though. So is it just a blind listen? Yeah. I, I saw the artwork cover, and I was like, huh, I'll check it out. Hmm. And, I mean, from track one to the end, I was like, oh, yeah, this is incredible. And I, like, immediately bought the CD, you know. Huh. <laughs> is this a recent release? Uh, fairly. I want to yeah. say... 2016 or 17. Okay. 2017. Okay. doesn't sound familiar at all to me. You know, uh, most people I show these guys to, they're like, always like, whoa, who is this? You know, and they they like it a lot, but they're just not, you know, they haven't toured here. They have one album. Well, so they're not like a, Household name? No.
0: Like no it's but, likely I've never heard of them. Probably not.
1: Yeah. uh I'm honestly shocked they don't play like Roadburn or stuff like that. You know, yeah. Yet. I I don't know if maybe they just. I I don't really see them ever touring hardly. I I think they did. I've seen them play a few shows in the UK and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but. Hmm. I would give anything to get these guys over here, but we all know how expensive that is. So. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Good, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I probably found about out about them last year sometime. This album okay. pretty much first come out, and I mean I've been listening to it pretty consistently. Yeah, nice. You know. So great about Bandcamp, though. Like, oh man, it's, it's like, such a great resource. Oh, it's incredible. You know. I love
0: it because you can listen to the music, you can buy the music, and you can buy merchandise. Yeah, and it's, I gotta. I got to get on mine a little bit more cuz I have merchandise on eBay. I have it on Amazon, I have it on Bandcamp, and none of them do as well as Bandcamp. And Bandcamp's way easier to manage. It's oh, like Oh man. Like today I got two orders off of eBay, and I forgot I had shit on eBay, oh, no. and they're both things I'm sold out of. <laughs> so it's like now I have to refund and you know yeah. all this
1: and Well, I mean Bandcamp's just such a great tool to find new music like yeah. this. Well, it's, you know.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing for that. And from the artist standpoint, it's like the the cut they take is so small. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I sell a, a lot of well not a lot, but I sell, I sell a fair amount of digital stuff and it's great for that. It's just, you know, well, they I, they take like half a dollar, 50 cents know, or something and
1: a lot of the bands I listen to now is I that I've heard of from Bandcamp. I mean, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to play a few other ones that I found from Bandcamp tonight. But um I mean it, especially, you know, the whole like name your own price, you know, you oh, kind of yeah. can like it's like the way of like I, I always do it a little bit more because you know yeah. sometimes I'll find music that's like two dollars for this whole album. I'm yeah. like, no, you know, like yeah. I'm gonna give you ten
0: bucks at least. You know? But it's yeah. great because then that artist can say two bucks, and then some people that can't spend ten will buy it for two. Can $2. still have it, and it's amazing. Yeah, like when Agalock did Faustian Echoes, we released it the day before the release date on Bandcamp, digital only, and people were paying fifty bucks, right, just you know for an EP. Just create a wix oh, website for my thing business.
1: Pause. <laughs> let me show you how to do it. God, nope. That's not gonna work, is it? Wait, I think i just did this button. Here, let me see. <laughs> I kept trying to hit pause, and it was like, nah, you get to listen to this ad. That's it. Uh, let's see. Cool. There you go. All right then. So they're called Asira. Uh-huh.
0: Nice. And you said they're from England, UK? Something? Yeah, the UK. Okay.
1: Fairly new upcoming band. Uh, definitely elements of even Agaloc, uh, mm-hmm. Alcest. Yeah, the, and, um, yeah. Of course.
0: No, that was really cool. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what what I was saying is, you know, people like literally paid 50 bucks for a digital EP just because they're like, hey, we want to support you. Exactly, and that's amazing. And like, if people have the money to do that, and they're willing to do that, it's amazing, and it helps out small bands.
1: Well, I mean, think of it this way: if someone's wanting to release a CD, you get enough digital purchases that can right pay for the CD to yeah. come out. Yeah, know? no, it's. And then I'm sorry, but like, I mean, I I prefer getting the physical copy for sure over digital. But if it's only digital, I'll buy it. You yeah, know? and
0: it, it, sometimes I see people do like buy the digital now it'll help us produce the vinyl and you can get like a discounted vinyl or, you know, stuff like that. I mean, even if I don't, it's like, Oh, you need help. Done. Depending on the artist, obviously. But yeah, if you're really into it, like you're willing to do that. Right. Um, beyond Dawn just released their first, their second and their third record on vinyl. And it was all pre-order, you know, like, Mm -hmm people like ordered it like two years in advance and they're just like trying to get the money going and they finally sent it off to press so I we noticed, sh- should have them soon
1: i've noticed a lot of bands or some bands doing the indiegogo kind of thing mm-hmm. yep you know um I, I know that some people are like "Ooh, you know that like, band shouldn't be doing that but i mean uh, why not I, I don't know i mean
0: it, it makes I, sense you know um ko dot they just released their first record on vinyl and uh when i was touring with toby a couple months ago i asked him about it because the first care dots on zodiac john zorn's label and he is totally against vinyl and doesn't want any Zodic stuff on vinyl i never understood that why is that i think it's because i mean the gist of what i got is that he doesn't want to invest the money into it Uh because he releases a million things from a million different bands i mean that's true and i mean
1: how many electric masadas
0: are there (laughs) a million (laughs) it's crazy And just like all the other shit he does. And like, no one's gonna buy Xena Parkins on vinyl except for me, you know? So, why not? (laughs) So that's two sold, and you have to get like a thousand or five (laughs) hundred made. And it costs like $6,000 to make the vinyl. So he's gonna make back like 40 bucks, you know? But Toby was able to convince him, be like, let me do this. Like, let me have the rights to this. And I guess Mono did it too. Mono was able to do it as well. Um, But he did the same thing. He's just like, he did it out of his bedroom, and he's like, no, models pre-orders. on temporary
1: resistance now, yeah. I think so.
0: Yeah. I think their first record was on Zodic.
1: Yeah, their first record. Yeah. yeah.
0: But he convinced Zorn to do, to let him do it, and so I don't know if Toby had to pay him licensing fees or what, but yeah. Toby was able to like do pre-orders for like two years, and then he finally had the vinyl come out a couple months ago.
1: Wow!
0: All DIY, all under, you know.
1: Do you have it? Yeah. Yeah. Of course you do. Yeah, I paid.
0: Actually, I. I don't remember how much it was, but it was, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful double gatefold vinyl. Oh, nice. I paid like 30 or 40 bucks for it when he first put it on pre-order because I wanted to support him and I love the record. And then it, he sent it right after I moved and then it got lost in the mail. So then when I saw him, when I toured with Piggy Black Cross, he just brought me an extra one and gave me one. Right, right. So I ended up getting it, but...
1: Was that the show at that random building that we Yeah, were the
0: Bithouse Saloon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. That was a weird
0: place. It's a weird place. It's cool, and the sound <laughs> is great. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a great tour, though. Okay. So, I'm playing something else. This Actually, this band has a very similar story. Really? Something I just kind of ignored. Didn't really think much of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listened to that exact same podcast. <laughs> right. The only difference is that it's a different band, and I did not recently see them. But many people now, when I say, like, oh, have you listened to them? They're like, yeah, I saw them fucking 10 years ago. Right. Roseland and, you know, all that. And much like Mew, it's not really normally what I would be listening to. So here Hmm. we go. All right.
1: Oh come on. This is the Mars Volta. Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna play something out to this. It's <laughs> just one of those bands I was just like, uh this so I saw mars volta with hella and system of a down first time i ever had heard of mars volta i didn't know who they were i saw them live yeah and they were the best band there like oh hands well yeah down. yeah hey Hella's f- great i mean come on get right. me wrong system you know they're fun live mm-hmm. but uh this band oh I, I actually i don't i don't listen to them too often i used to a lot back in the day but I really give these guys a lot of respect. I mean they come out of at the drive in, it's guys right. from At the Drive In. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they form Sparta and, you know, Mars Volta. Right. And it's I mean, it's just so different.
0: Yeah, I I, I could never get into at the drive in. Maybe that's why I wrote these guys off. I was just like, it's not really my thing, but then I don't know, like they're so odd. And the guy's voice is so intriguing.
1: Yeah, oh it's interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a band after this that okay. um, it's, it's kind of like a more metal version of okay. of Mars Volta, but the vo- vocals are kind of similar. Okay, nice. Um, and and actually they're playing yes. uh, like November nineteenth. Oh really? Yeah, and it's uh, it'll be interesting. I've that's, never seen them live. That's Employee Day at the Zoo. Oh shit. Well,
0: we'll, we'll go afterwards. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zoo and then. And
1: then. Poppy. I'm not gonna tell you who it is.
0: <laughs> do you know Poppy? Poppy? Yeah. Perfect. No, do you know Poppy? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, you have to check out Poppy. Oh, I will. Oh, is... Poppy? Poppy. She's like from Sweden or something, and she's hmm, sings about these like weird things with like computers and sexuality, and Wait. she has these really weird videos Can on I YouTube. St- did
1: you post something, or does Marty or someone post Both something? Both of us have yes. posted Poppy. Yes, stuff. I know who you're talking yeah. about, yes. Crazy mo- music videos. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd, never, monotone heard of, I'd voice never heard of her. I've never heard of her, but so I love the video. That was intense. She played the Roseland last Didn't year. Did she like sing about something or like me. humans need to be extinct or something like that? that was... I don't know. I mean, she, her YouTube videos are like, her like poking
0: herself with a, a pin and being like, it <laughs> yeah. hurts, it hurts, it hurts.
1: I mean, I do that all the time. So well, it's yeah, fine. but she films it. It's weird. <laughs> right.
0: Okay, so Mars Volta was not a brain-bender for you. No. But, uh, yeah, these guys in Mew lately are in my ear holes constantly.
1: Yeah, you know, Mars Volta is just one of those bands that you know who they are immediately if you know who Mars Volta is. I the, mean, it's... <laughs> there's again, no mistake. It's, the, it's that voice. It's the same
0: thing with Mew. It's like...
1: Right. Who's it powerful. Like, That's so that. powerful. Yeah. I have a few of their albums on vinyl
0: really because after i got into mew and these guys i looked on ebay
1: and amazon for vinyl and they're all like my francis the mute picture disc is ridiculous yeah i imagine stupid and i don't even it's a picture disc it's not even like the best sounding you know. but it's still like
0: no i i was just like i was like oh mars volta de laus in the comatorium no problem i'll just order this on amazon it's like the cheapest one was like 200 bucks yeah
1: I, you know what's terrible? I used to have that on vinyl. Really? And when I was moving, I sold it. Uh, and I was thinking that I could just get it back, no problem. I was wrong. It's not always
0: the case. No. So anyway, keeping with the theme, this is Deloused in the Comatorium.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know very well. By
0: uh, Mars Volta. Well, cool. I'm, I'm stoked that you know those guys. Um, I have to give... Again, I have to give credit to Jeff Wagner and Hunter Ginn from Radical Research for turning me on to this. Um, but I also have to give a little bit of credit to uh, Mr. A.J. Gregory because... Who's that? Who, who's that? <laughs>
1: who's that guy?
0: Uh, he. You may remember him from such bands as Giant Squid, Squalus, and... Karata. Carotta. Yeah, whatever that Karate Kid. Karate Kid, yeah. <laughs> uh, but working with him has really opened my mind to... Vocal styles that I haven't really paid attention to in the past as much, you know.
1: That's an AJ's another example of that. Exactly mm-hmm. that, you know. You know, it's a giant squid song. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? yeah. you know, you know, it's you know. AJ, right? And you know, my whole life, I've
0: I've been like a punk kid, a death metal kid, black metal kid. I've obviously I've gone past that as well, but I've never been in a band that didn't have growl vocals ever. Right, like never well that's not true it's almost true though it's like 95% true yeah and working with somebody that that sings like that and has such a unique and interesting voice it's really opened my mind to i, th- I mean i think like 10 years ago i wouldn't have been ready for Mars Volta
1: yeah i think the vocals would have turned me off it's different it's something you kind of have to get used to it's
0: kind of, i mean i think i think like growls it's kind of an acquired taste and you kind of have to look past that and open your head a little bit. Um, and I just I have a really hard time with certain styles of vocals. Right. And I really think something like Mew or this, even five years ago, I think I would I don't think I was ready for it. I think it was just in the last couple of years. And okay. I think a lot of that was working with AJ. Right. So props to him too.
1: Yeah, well I mean Giant's Good was well, I'm from Sacramento. So you know, that was another band that I got to see. And it was one of yeah. those things where I saw Giant Squid for the first time. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing like this. Yeah, there's nothing. And and still today. There is nothing no, like Giant Squid.
0: There's not. And, you know, I watched their final show on YouTube probably a month ago just because we're getting ready to play some karate shows. And I mean, I've worked with AJ, but I've never actually with performed. With by Yab. the way. Yeah. Which, it, which is kind of, it's funny because when we first formed Corrado, we're like, we should just do some shows with Ob on the West Coast. Right. And now it's actually happening. That's so. awesome. But, you know, I've never, I've never performed with AJ and I've, I'm just kind of getting in that headspace of being like, this is, you know, I've played with Don and Aesop hundreds of times. I'm like, I'm, I'm just one, I'm trying to put myself in the position of what it's going to be like to play with AJ as a front man. And so I was like I should watch the last Giant Squid show. Just never have for whatever reason. And it was chilling. <laughs> yeah. Like I wa- I sat down and watched the whole thing front to back. And my mind was blown. I mean, I knew that they were a great band. I know their records front, you know, backwards and forwards and I know AJ. Like I know the whole situation, but to see them like that, the oh. sound was so good, the camera work was so good, and there's so much passion cuz it was their last show. And like him and Jackie singing together and yeah. it's just it, and it's so intricate and so complicated but so heartfelt and so unique and I just I had chills the entire time and afterwards I texted him and I was like dude I cannot give you enough compliments on this this I, is
1: giant squid hands down I mean I never heard, knew, even knew who they were I was working at a record store mm-hmm. I was what 15 maybe even younger when I first heard them mm-hmm Uh, I was the youngest person to work at this record store. I was still in high school. (laughs) Nice, pretty awesome. But I knew so much about music. I ran this website. I started it when I was 13. Right. And, you know, it was all local band stuff. And so they hired me because, you know, I knew a bunch of music. And um, so I started working, you know, at the record store. And I kept uh, this guy named, uh, I think it was, uh, he'd go by Imagine. Uh, He would make concert posters. And, uh, he, he was the first posters I started collecting and they were all giant squid posters. And I had never even heard of giant squid, but they were just such cool posters. So yeah. I saw that. And, uh, it was an all ages show because a lot of the shows they played were 20 and over, which, uh, luckily I knew most of the bookers and snuck in most of the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I never even heard of giant squid and I went and saw them and it was just like, Oh, like there is good music, you know, yeah. <laughs> like this is so different. And yeah. I mean, I've never, like I said, I've never heard anything like them, you know, was- but there's not
0: anything like that.
1: No, there's not. You like, know. Ichthyologist? Like it's Ugh. it just it's an island. It yeah. just stands by itself. It does. I mean yeah. I mean even even, you know, that EP the uh, monsters in the creek. Yeah, you know, I mm-hmm. mean it's 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 so beyond different than anything else they play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a great record. I oh, mean yeah. it's, it's terrific. Oh yeah. You know? But uh I mean, yeah, C Notes, Ichthyologist, mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. I mean even even Minoans, I mean that's it's a yeah. terrific record. Oh, they're all great. Know? I mean there's yeah, there's not a bad giant squid record.
0: I would say Squalus is similar in a way where it 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 stands by, by itself. Yes. Like there's nothing that sounds like squalus.
1: But same with Karata. Right. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I mean, what else sounds like Karata, you know? So i mean I, i'm things. excited to finally see that live about freaking time you know yeah I'll About freaking time you release the soon. record <laughs> i know <laughs> beautiful box set by the way thank gotta you gotta give props yeah. to prophecy oh on God. that one well wow. and aj he yeah, yeah. and he, he designed did, that right he designed yeah.
0: the whole thing yeah
1: who was the artist for that the, the artwork
0: uh, cedric wentworth Yeah. Cedric. yeah cool cedric the entertainer i like to call cedric, him. yes
1: and CeeLo green they both did it right. yeah. <laughs> yes oh man well, I'm, I'm gonna play something uh that's kind of similar to Mars Volta. Uh, okay. I just, I just I have to play it because um, I think you might actually know one of the individuals in this band. Really? That they're going to be playing soon. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who it is after I start playing it. and See if maybe you know who it is. Interesting. Um, okay. It's different. I mean, it's not Mars Volta. It's different, but it has a similarity. You think
0: I might know somebody in it, or? Like, I think so. Yes. Like personally know them?
1: Yeah, probably. Hmm. I I definitely know that you know somebody that uh, plays music with him in a different group so i interesting really know who this is um let's see here Let me get on that. whoa what was that
0: that was my mouth gurgling oh, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um there is a lot of I, I didn't plan on playing them but i, I really want to because you're going I, off the cuff that's yeah, what this is about here yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh there's, I mean, the whole album's terrific, but I think I'm going to play this one uh, just because it's kind of, it's a little different. Okay. Been, been a little different than the Mars Volta stuff. So. I hope I
0: know this guy. Sounds cool. Is this Liturgy?
1: No. So the person that you may know, he's a uh, cello player. You did stuff with Nathaniel Larisette, yeah, Oh, mustache.
0: This is Leprous.
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're Raphael. playing soon. Yeah. yeah. I should go to see Raphael. You should come. We're definitely going to that. Uh, it'll be a great show.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I know Raphael because he was
0: in. Well, he's in Muscat. Yeah. With Nathaniel, exactly. mm-hmm. and actually Raphael was gonna be the drummer for the next self Spiller record and he he recorded stuff we worked on it together um, he did all this crazy like jazzy prog stuff he's a fantastic
1: drummer and he's an incredible musician in general like, a,
0: like yeah I mean all over the map that guy like drummer cellist like I mean everything he can do but you should have heard the drum stuff he's doing for uh, Spiller but Spiller just didn't really work out and he got busy with Leprous and all yeah. that so
1: I mean yeah. I am excited to see this live, I've never seen it live and it's kinda rare for me to see a band that I haven't seen yeah. generally. So
0: They played here like two years ago at High Water Mark, but Yeah, I, I didn't even know who they were at the time. Yeah, Raphael wasn't touring with them, I don't think. No. So Yeah, I'd love to go just to see him. I haven't seen him. Muskox opened for Agaloc yes. uh a few times or once or twice. Yeah, but I haven't up. seen him since then.
1: Muskox is up in uh, is it Canada or yeah. Yeah. Yeah um, Ottawa Ottawa I believe Yeah That's another You know uh, actually I actually heard of Muscox through Agaloc Right uh, Which is another great group um, Agaloc Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did put Agalock song on here I Am The Wooden Doors I've probably heard that yeah. Maybe a couple times Yeah But I, we don't need to play it That's one Ag. of my
0: favorites actually
1: But uh, it, it is it is it's, it's a, an amazing song it was really what like set it in stone like I heard that song for the first time mm-hmm. and usually I listen to an album all the way through mm-hmm. but I literally turned the track back after it played and listened yeah. to it a second time because I was like mm, I need to hear that again like it was so that good. that and Bloodbirds were hands uh, down Blood my Birds. favorite songs yeah. to play Bloodbirds Wooden
0: Doors was the best song to play for me like Ugh. Hands down,
1: and I feel like we nailed it every single time. Every single time. Single time. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, the song is la- great. I lost my freaking mind. <laughs> like you
0: know, I um, did too. And you know, you know I mean, it's just I, that song for me was like so powerful. Right, right. Um, I don't know. It's just a, uh, that was a really great song for me. I loved, I loved playing that.
1: Oh yeah, it was. I mean, there. I mean, you know, uh, Black Lake. It was a great song I, yeah, I, I loved um, Faustian Echoes live. That was, that was great epic. I, That was hard. That was so hard to do. That was, was really and that fun. was at that tiny little venue, Mississippi Studios that you guys oh, played yeah, at. It uh-huh. was just like yeah. legendary.
0: Yeah, that was great. That was with Sutek Hexen. Yeah. One uh-huh. of my favorites. Oh, they're yeah. great,
1: yeah. I am
2: stuck
0: yeah, I've never you know, I've never really listened to leprous That's I mean good. like here and there a
1: little bit. Again, but. interesting voice. Yeah. You know, um I'm. Ex- I'm very excited to hear it live. Do you know where they're playing? Is it Hawthorne Theater?
0: Probably Hawthorne. I, I, I think
1: it's Hawthorne Theater.
0: Did you go see Zeal and when they played here? I wanted to. That was a show I didn't have tickets for. I should have given you my ticket. I, <laughs> last minute, I didn't go because we were flying to LA at four o'clock the next morning, so oh I missed man. it. That's. I haven't seen Zealand and yet, and I would love to see that. That record is the last record is the best thing ever. Basically. Oh my god,
1: it's. Yeah.
0: It's like literally the
1: best thing. I probably ever. listened to that record like 6 times. Oh, at yeah. least like within like all the way through. Yeah. The whole time. It's doing some artwork whatever, you know. I loved the first record and I thought to myself, like how could they get to top that? They can't
0: they can't continue this niche that they're in. They can't better this niche and they did. And they did. It's so good. Oh, and Manuel is such a great guy, too. Like, I messaged him just really just cuz, you know. I was why, like, why not? I see him on Facebook and I messaged him and I was like, hey, man, like, I love your record. We chatted a little bit back and forth. Um, he was kind of short, not. Physically, but kinda of short with me. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, he was he was really busy and on the road and stuff, but he's you know, like Thanks for sending me a message, like really appreciate your feedback and blah blah. So wow. I'd love to see him. I saw I've seen Could many you video you clips of him. Them. I would love to do that. Yeah, but they're they're all over the place now. That's true. But yeah. What a what a great band. I just watched video of them at Williamsburg in New York. Um, and it's just phenomenal. They're just yeah. they're just on it.
1: Didn't they play, did they play
0: Roadburn? They did. Yeah. And actually, um, my friend Dana Schechter from Insect Dark was playing bass for them at that show. And that, have you heard about this show? Uh-uh. So they played, Roadburn has like the main venue and it has like a couple venues around the main venue. Right. And there's one venue that's basically a church. And they were playing in the church. And like halfway through the the set, the power went out. (laughs) And so everybody's just kind of like, uh, and the audience is starting to get reckless. And so Manuel, he went up to the front of the stage, no power, no mic, no PA. He just went up to the front of the stage and he started doing the devil is fine chant. Wow. And so he would do the, the devil is fine part and then the audience would do the response. And he'd do the call and the audience would do the response. And he just had the audience like in the palm of his hand with no PA, no electricity. And... Dana said it was like the most amazing thing. Just wow. like see him just like grab that audience and just right. hold them like that. And he did that until the power got back on and then they continued the sets. And <laughs> the guy's like an insane talent. Yeah. And to think it all started from a, a racist joke that some douchebag laid on him, you know. And he was just like, yeah, you're going to be a racist jerk. Like, I'm going to make that music. Right. and It's going
1: to rule. And, it's gonna, and it was. I mean. Way to own that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, their first record uh, blew my mind. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I think I think you were the one that you're like, have you heard of Zealand Arder? And oh, I was like, maybe. I'll check it out. Yeah. And it was amazing.
0: I was sending that to everybody I possibly could when I first heard it. I was really skeptical. I was like, oh, this is going to this is gonna be horrible. Like, this is not going to be good. Right. And then I finally listened to it, and I was like, holy shit, this is really and good. And it was
1: really good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Robert turned me on to it first. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Well, that was Leprous. Yeah, that's cool. I, I mean, had a feeling you knew Raf. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, he's great. He's great. I'd love to see. Him I'm again. excited to meet him. Yeah, you
1: know, I'm gonna definitely try. Yeah, he's a great dude. I've talked to him maybe a couple times on Facebook. And that's yeah, about it. like, hey, commented on stuff and he's responded. That's that's about as far as my relationship yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah no, I kind of wish we had made that Spiller thing happen, but he got super busy with other stuff, and that was before he was in Leprous and. Right. I don't even know how the leprous thing happened, to be honest. It just kind of did.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny uh, when I, of course, I I checked him out because of MuskOx. And then uh, I listened to leprous. And when I first heard it, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then I, like, listened to it again. And then I listened to it again. And then I realized that I kept listening to it. And I was just like, I really (laughs) like this. You know? Yeah. Yeah, So I'm excited to see it live. So, All
0: right. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. But I'm not sure which way.
1: I might play something that is of a band that I know you had never heard of. Mm-hmm. They were a band that I felt like should have gotten way bigger than they did, and they're kind of slower, but uh, okay. they're they're uh, really interesting early two thousand stuff. Local band from Sacramento, but uh, Deftones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's Cake. Actually. <laughs> Wow.
0: We're going to like ache. They have a new uh, a new song out. They do. Yeah, my friend just mastered it. Really? Yeah. I know that you know this band. You have to know this band. And if you don't, I'm going to be very surprised. Oh, there's so
1: much pressure now.
0: But I could also see you being not being able to place it and then once I say it you'd be like, "Oh yeah, of course." Yeah. Let's... But let's just try it.
1: Oh, who is this? God damn it. I know this song. I've heard this. Yeah. Yes.
0: I think we've talked
1: about these guys a and couple I haven't times. listened to it in a while, yeah. honestly.
2: I saw these guys
0: at the Rose Garden over 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. Not Rose Garden. I keep calling it the Rose Garden. The Roseland. The The
1: Roseland. I was like, the Rose
0: Garden? The Moda Center?
1: (laughs) Yeah. What? The Moda Center. Oh, is this Blink-182? No. Yeah. Elton John? (laughs) Actually, I don't even think Elton John would play the Motocenter. Center. He'd probably no. skip Portland. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, fuck him. <them. laughs>
0: They're not around
1: anymore. Yes. I even... I, I think I even have this album. And it's something I haven't listened to in a long time. I don't... I don't have this one,
0: but I have the last, the very last one on vinyl. I found it at um, Crossroads for five
1: bucks. I just jumped on it. It's
0: a beautiful, like, marble vinyl.
1: I bet you it's more than five bucks. Yeah.
0: Think about my theme for the night, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: I can't... The name is escaping me, but I know as soon as you say it, I'm going to go Yeah. No, I I know we've talked about these
0: guys. Two of them are actually in one of my current very favorite bands.
1: Really? They're playing now? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Really? And I saw them a little over a year ago at... uh, Wonder Ballroom.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Secret Chiefs 3 opened up for oh, them.
1: Oh, okay. wait. I can't... I, I didn't go to that show. Mm. I didn't see Secret Chiefs last time they played. It was so good. I bet it was. Just, Sun? No. Didn't, they play, didn't Secret Chiefs play with Sun, though, not too long ago? I, I'd i believe it. But I was going to say it didn't sound like Sun, but I was just saying like it could have been something I... Band that, that's one of those bands that I actually don't listen to enough his son
0: yeah i I should probably explore him more but they don't do a lot for me
1: like I've heard him a bunch I've listened to him before yeah it's been a while. What's the name of the song?
0: This song is called, We Have Reached an Official Verdict, Nobody Gives a Shit.
1: (laughs) Hey, Mike, I'm a song. Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember. The
0: name of the record is called, New Erections. Well, who is it? It's the Locust.
1: Oh, the Locust. Yep. Yep. See, that was one of those bands that somebody showed me them because of the name alone. Mm Mm-hmm and uh, i saw them live i saw them play in sacramento actually oh, yeah. a few times and uh, i just didn't really listen to them a whole lot but i i have a few i have a few 7 inches of theirs though that...
0: yeah i used to have like all their cds and a couple like 3 inch cds and stuff yeah. and yeah
1: yeah um, two of them they, are in dead were, cross yeah oh dead cross yeah yeah, oh, yeah yeah they were fun live though oh yeah
0: i saw them with yeah. phantomas yeah. years oh. and years and years ago that was a good. That
1: was a good show. I was at that actually.
0: Yeah, phantomas the Locust, and Melvin's. I and Melvin's. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was right before that I, was when Melvin's and Fantomas played together. They did a song together.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Of, yep. Yeah. And I bought a tour poster. And I wanted nothing more than to frame it and put it on my wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was right before I Ione was born. And I was like, this is gonna be great, and I'm gonna like put it in the living room, whatever. And then one of the guys from the locust just drew a giant penis on the, like, <laughs> the whole thing. I paid like fifty bucks for it. And the guys drew this giant penis. And I'm like, Yeah, I can't really hang that in my living room now. That's funny. And now I've no idea what happened to it. But it's somewhere. It is somewhere. <laughs>
1: it is definitely somewhere. Locust, oh yeah. There's a local band here, you know, that uh, named Ashborer. You've yeah, have probably heard of them. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a great name. It is. You know? Because that's like uh, some kind of beetle or something? It's a beetle. Yeah. yeah. It's a wood-boring beetle. It's actually a pest species.
0: It's because the beetle is so boring, it just... <laughs> right. It's so dull.
2: Right. <laughs> it well, can I even was going
1: to play slower, but now I don't know if I should. After that, after you play the locust, that's the epitome of not slow. That's true. So, uh... Hmm. So I'd say at this time, we probably have about another half hour. About another half hour? Yep. All right. Whew, I'm going to slow it down. Okay. I'm going to play something uh, completely different. Monty I Python. Don't...
0: Huh? Monty Python. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly it, actually. Um, I don't think you've heard of them. Uh, they are actually, because of you guys, I really got into music uh from other countries okay and Mm -hmm. uh even though these guys are from southern california um... (laughs) that's kind of like a different country (laughs) right um i mean i've heard green day before yeah you know it same band practically Mm um let's see here i want to find there we go so uh it's still very uh it's it's actually Persian music, I was a mm, Persian based okay. artist, but mm-hmm. living in California, um, definitely slower, but it really, uh, really opened my mind, especially this band. And I kind of found them by accident working at the record store. Um, I, I got, I got the Agaloc record or album for free, uh, from there. And then the next day I bought, um, the mantle. And mm-hmm. then like three days later after that, I just went on this like spree of just like, f- I just like looked at, at album covers and was like I want that yeah, I want yeah. that and I tried I, you know I would get these things for super cheap because I worked right. there and this one really stuck out and was like okay I want to go this route awesome okay I get into it so
0: <laughs> that slower. sounds like Agaloc
1: <laughs> right <laughs>
0: just that part sounds
1: like Ag-A-Lock. Um yeah kind of I mean you know yeah um, Yeah. uh, You know, I I got into Ravi Shankar, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, kind of stuff like that. You know, Um, these guys are really terrific. Kind of different, almost jazzy at times. Mm -hmm. Um, I love stuff like that. There was, um, oh, I want to say,
0: July. There was a Iranian fest downtown at the Park Box Oh yeah, I wanted to go to that. Yeah. Did you end up going? Yeah, we took the family down there, and it was. They had a huge stage, and all day they had Persian music. It was amazing. yeah. yeah
1: um I, I did see these guys actually. It was so random I, I listened to them and they were playing a concert at uh, this small venue mm-hmm. that was down in Sacramento called the Colonial Theatre. Okay And I was like, oh I'll go check it out and it was I mean you know it was something you sit and listen to, of course. and it was just so different than mm-hmm. anything I've listened to. you know I, I was not listening to any kind of you know the only kind of, I guess you could say uh, traditional or, or world type music was like in a documentary you know right yeah yeah the only thing ever you know so it was it really opened my mind to um uh what instrumental as Mm -hmm. well yeah which is a lot of stuff i listen to now Mm so this is a i listen to these guys when i draw you know do Mm -hmm. artwork they're Mm -hmm. just really uplifting it's really interesting so the guy's persian but
0: he lives in southern california Mm -hmm.
1: of instrumentation it's like field recordings in the back too Isn't it crazy yeah and then it's like it almost sounds like a voice doesn't it I thought it was at first yeah it's it's different it's really good really honestly very relaxing of course um, and it's a lot different than I mean I'm a major metal head but honestly I, I listen to I listen to every I really like I, I, I love music mm-hmm. you know I like finding something that is different. That's kind of yeah. a problem, though. Yes.
0: Because this is I hate music. I know, right?
1: It's terrible. Well, I hate it all, really. I, I have to listen to it, though.
0: Next time, come and play your least favorite
1: songs. <laughs> right. Nothing but. I'll play. I'll, I'll play all of uh, what? Celestial? No, I'm kidding. Celestial. <laughs> Circadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing nothing but nothing. Can't stand it. yeah. I don't know if you listen to anything like this at all,
0: but uh, I mean, I don't go out of my way to listen to this necessarily, but right. like um, a lot of times when I cook, right which I mean, I cook a lot, but like when I'm like seriously cooking, like if I'm like intentionally making something right, and right. like being slow about it and intentional about it, I'll I listen to like klezmer
1: and I listen to See, yeah. Like, I love stuff like that. And, and this is something I don't listen to constantly, obviously. In fact, I've right. probably only listened to it like six times since like 2003 or two right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's something that really... its What I like about it is that it opened my mind to other styles of music right. besides rock, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and, or metal. I think that's
0: important, um, you know, not to fillet AJ all night, but he opened my eyes to some of that stuff too. I mean, right. all, all my friends do. That's what good friends do. But um, on the first podcast, he introduced me to Boom Pam and uh, Reef Cohen and kind of the same type of deal where it's just like something that's so outside of my box but the Venn diagram is there's like a little bit of overlap there right. enough where it like immediately intrigues me and then it makes me like dive down that rabbit hole right like Mr. Bungle did that with me a lot uh, with like with like, California stuff. that
1: album yeah It just it opened my mind as well i mean that that was around the same time i was i've heard these i mean that was one of those cds that i was like what is this mr bungle like it's so random you know so like
0: after california then i went down the klezmer rabbit hole and got into like tariff day Hadouks, you know stuff like that that they were just aping basically and made me realize like oh like this whole world of like this like jewish klezmer stuff like a lot of middle eastern music like i have playlists on spotify of just like or like Hawk and a Hacksaw in mm-hmm. Beirut and Absolutely. stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. I love that stuff. So when I cook, I listen to stuff like that. Like, I rarely put on Slayer when I'm making a stew. <laughs> I, I mean, know. that's the only way
1: you sh- should make a stew. I mean, come on. I
0: listen to a lot of Slayer, actually. Make a really bloody stew But uh, listen
1: to Cannibal Corpse.
0: I never listen to Cannibal Corpse. Really? No. No. It's kind of like, um, I feel like there's certain bands that is no matter how much i love them i've listened to them so much in my life like i don't really need to hear it again
1: that's metallica like i don't yeah well especially i i personally don't enjoy anything recent of metallica what? i know weird right especially yeah. stanger i can't stand stanger but you know that's
0: i tr- i really tried at the last record
1: i just i i did
0: i, I tried to be like open minded and it's so awful and the lyrics are so embarrassing <laughs>
1: I didn't want to get into so it. so bad. I can't even. Well, you know, the, the thing with this stuff was it, it's about that uh, taking that risk or, or kind of jumping out of your box and, mm-hmm. and finding something different, you know. I, I love know doing that. Yeah. I have a, I mean. And it took me down to like Bill Aswell. I don't even listen oh, to Oh yeah, Bill, for sure. You know, yeah. DJ Chevy Sabah and Bill Aswell, like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, you yeah. know, that was just like, what is all this? Uh, the singer. And that Dredge song, the first song we played uh-huh. uh, that I was talking about, her name is Azam Ali, she's Egyptian. Okay. And uh, her, her solo stuff, she's in a group called Niaz. Uh, terrific, you know, and it was, and it's funny, as I actually met Azam Ali, and I didn't even know who she was, and then I was listening to this, and, and Bill Laswell, and of course, I, you know, a lot of the Naked City folks like Bill, Bill Frizzell and whatnot. Yeah. And um, and then I, I came across Azam Ali, and then I kind of made the connection years later, which I thought right. was pretty interesting. That's funny. Yeah, that happens to me sometimes.
0: Um, right. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, everybody has a, like these self imposed walls. Yeah. And I try to break free of that when I can. But sometimes it's so ingrained that it's really, really hard. Right. So, like what I was saying earlier about Mew and Mars Volta, like that was me breaking down a couple of barriers, <laughs> right. you know, to like really allow myself to get into that. Um, but it's really liberating when you can yeah totally you know and i'm I'm not going to be all about Katy perry next week or anything but but i'm constantly trying
1: to be more open you guys were touring with Katy perry i thought that was a thing that's metallica oh yeah they would they would (laughs) no (laughs) their
0: their new album is going to be with lady gaga probably no they confirmed it oh really yeah james said that he confirmed that they're doing Um, their new record with lady gaga Which, you know, if you're going to do anything with any of those pop stars... They might as well. Lady Gaga might be one of the better ones. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I was thinking Justin Bieber, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I have a hard time with Justin Bieber. He's, you know, he's just not so good.
0: Who is good, though?
1: So anyways, uh, that was Axiom of Choice, by the way. Whoa. Uh, That's cool. That's a cool name. It's an interesting name. Uh, The the album was Nia Yesh. Okay. Um, It was a called a walk by the lake pretty cool song very um, peaceful yeah and that was uh kind of a thing that i just kind of opened my mind i thought i would share it i like um, it
0: yeah Different. axiom of choice i totally thought it was going to be like some guy's name <laughs>
1: yeah. well most people always say is that Ravi shankar because the only name anyone knows yeah
0: okay What are you guys laughing at okay. over there
1: so there's this guy he's uh, i don't even remember his name um it's terrible of me to say but he's like the he's like he's like the elvis presley of like somewhere in the middle east right and and his album is called mast must mast and the guy like he is really decked out in whatever attire he's wearing. And it's just the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, but he's like a legend out there. Oh yeah. His name is escaping me right now, but it <laughs> literally, the name of the album is mass must Mast" volume 68, which means that he had done 67 volumes before. And it was a uh, legendary. <laughs> really?
0: Uh, Mast must <laughs> yeah. Mast?
1: Tell me you tell me you're seeing his face. Oh but not he, yet. Oh, no, So good. Um
0: well, is it Must Mast Two?
1: Oh well that, that Volume fifty? Sure, yeah, see there's one of them. By Ustad <laughs> Nazrat Fateri Ali is. Khan. Yep. Okay. Uh <laughs> you gotta put in images. Put that name in It's Oh, so the reason why must mask?
0: Oh yeah, there's like a hundred so, of these.
1: <laughs> so, on the back of the album, his his face, his I'm not kidding you, his head is shaped like a thumb, and you can <laughs> I'm not even gonna talk about this. It's so mean <laughs> I, I can't even because the guy is like a legend or you know. But, um, it was it was really funny. It looks his it, yeah. I used to always take the CD and I'd put my thumb to it and go, receive thy blessing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, there's like a, a million things on here that look like it. I don't think this is it. It. I'm
1: sure they could, Who knows? Guy, I, I have one album of his, of his 100 volumes. Oh, so you really so. have one? Oh, I mean, I, I got it for 30 cents. It was a must. Oh, <laughs> it, was yeah. a mass, must mass, it was a, a, a masked must, mass, actually.
0: A masked must. What is it? Volume 68? Volume 68. And his face in the back is literally, he's just like. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Masked must. Volume 68.
1: Yeah, and he goes, and his face is literally, he just goes, 68 bitches.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The cover says salaam on it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ustad Nuzrat Fateh Ali Khan. Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to ask Ramin about this guy. He definitely would know and show.
1: I've actually never (laughs) listened to it. This is a first for me This is pretty cool Yeah it's not bad No I I was told by Someone that worked there At the record store when I bought it He he was like The Elvis Presley Of like Okay I can see that
0: This sounds a lot like the stuff that they were playing at the Iranian fest downtown. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, really.
1: Wow. The outfit's great. Oh, And he's yeah. doing
0: this thing with his hands. Oh, it's He's got perfect. this cool blue background.
1: Dude, I immediately bought it. I was like, I need this.
0: <laughs> wow. It sounds like he's singing that Be Our Guest song. <laughs>
1: Be our guest, Just, be our guest.
0: Yeah. What's it from? It's from a musical or something. <laughs> oh, it's be our,
1: Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, it's a be, be Our Guest. guest. Be, be Our Guest. guest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, uh, well, we, we figured she'd know. I thought maybe
0: you knew musicals. No. I have <laughs> she no does. Idea. Marty knows musicals like crazy. Okay. Well, so here is my pick. This is a little bit off the beaten path, Oh, but it also sticks with my theme for the night.
1: I didn't have a theme. I, if I would have known about a theme, I had plenty. This of This is them.
0: the first time I've had a theme, but I just figured when the bug guy shows up at your house, you gotta That's true. with bugs with bugs because you probably never have people talking to you about bugs at all. So I figured all as about well the just... locust.
1: By the way, he loves the locust. Yeah,
0: Kevin can wait. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give a little bit of a preface with this. I had no idea about this band ever until a crazy friend of mine sent me this tape and he said, I think you should hear this. And I trust this guy. And I'll tell you who the crazy friend is later. But Someone I know? Someone you know of, I think. But I trust him and I've known him for almost 30 years now, which is crazy. But um, he sent me this and he's like, I'm not sure you've ever heard this, but you need to hear it. And it's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard in my life. (laughs)
1: What is this, Tiny Tim?
0: (laughs) There are no synths on this record. This is all tape manipulation and real instruments.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: And they are related to a very, very, very famous weird band.
1: Really? You got me on this one.
0: Can you hear it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is awesome. Can I make this with my ringtone? <laughs> like, please? <laughs> I'm listening off of Spotify. Even better, though, this should be my ring back. So when people call me, this is what plays. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm doing it. Courtney will never call you again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, speaking of that. So... When I first got my smartphone, Mm -hmm. they had those ringbacks, and it was like popular then, right? Yeah. And it was this like weird like classical music that was playing, right? Yeah. And I'm kidding you not. I was like, oh, this is funny, and it was funny for a while. And people call me because weird classical music. They're like, what the heck? It's like so royal to call me, you know? And so then I was like, okay, I want to get rid of it. So then I like called Verizon, and I was like, hey, you know, can you take this off? It's kind of ridiculous. So they take it off, right? Comes back like two weeks later. Like it starts playing again. And people are like, dude, that ringtone is still gone. And I was like, okay, I did. I, I called them seven <laughs> times. Seven times. I finally gave up. And then um, the very last time I talked to them, I said, listen, I go. I don't know if I'm cursed or not or what. Whatever's going on, like, please don't play <laughs> yes. this anymore when people call me and finally it's gone away it's been like two years now it's nice <laughs> safe to say i had it for like three years though i'm not getting yeah, those things are so weird <laughs> I know. you call somebody
0: you hear crazy train like...
1: yeah. no this is just some like really random classical music yeah like... And it was terrible <laughs> what do you think is this like the coolest thing you've ever heard i want this is my ring back <laughs> Like a video game? I'm not kidding you, it sounds like Tiny Tim. You know. The vocals are the best.
0: So the name of this record is called Songs for Swinging Larva. <laughs> nice. I would love to see this live. It would be fun. I, I assume they played live.
1: There's no way I'm guessing this.
0: No, there's no way. <laughs> That's so great.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to play after this.
0: <laughs> These guys are called Ronaldo and the Loaf. <laughs> nope, never heard of them. <laughs> they are on the same label as the residents.
1: Really? Yeah, I can I th- see that. I think they're related somehow, but I'm not really sure. Um you mentioned Danielson family a while ago. Yeah, I, the, love I could see them playing with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um
0: these guys I don't know. They just they intrigue me. Are um, interesting. My friend Food Fortunata from Sakai sent me right. this tape and he was really? like you have to hear this
1: I think I've seen the name but Sockeye Fossil
0: Fuel like yeah. wheelchair full of old men he sent me this and he was like this is why up your alley like yeah this is this the same song? no we're into the third song now All right. the first one was called Lime Jellygrass the last one was A Medical Man and now this is Bali Wine oh there's been two songs two songs yeah they're, they're short
1: well I like this
0: They have uh, a song called Honest Joe's Indian Gets the Goat on the Way to the Cowboys Conga.
1: Oh, that was going to play at my wedding, but I got it switched out <laughs> at the last minute. You know? They have Ow, Stew the Red Shoe. Ooh. Is Guava a Donut? Hats off, gentlemen. Hats off, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, here's you one. Know, I bet you in Portland, Guava would be a donut. Probably. That would be somewhere. They have a song called Moths on Sloths. Ooh. Hey, hey, that's a real thing. It is. There is an actual sloth moth. And Fat Man's Visit. You know what? And it's uh, actually a hard moth to get. It's yeah. Actually, that's a specimen I've been looking for quite some time. Really? So I, can get, I wanted to get you one. Yeah, Because I be thought it would be cool. Uh, I haven't found one yet. So uh, we're mm. getting there. But I do have a sloth at the zoo. Can but... you get me a sloth? Well. No, not that one but I might be able to get you a sloth moth <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna really change things up on this Do one it. I'm gonna go back to a little bit of, uh, of I wasn't gonna play an anephrine song but I know you would know that immediately so yeah I'm gonna play something a little different um, which is actually a project that is on bandcamp and, and it's two people that I found out about ba- on bandcamp. Mm-hmm. And I found them separately, and I didn't know they knew each other. And oh, They weird. made an album together. Okay, and it's uh, really interesting, and we'll get into that. Uno you know, momento. But I am going to play. It's a little metal, uh, but um, something I've just started listening to. The album it just came out actually this year, so. The guitarist has a very recognizable tone, uh, in other more, I guess, instrumental stuff that, that 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 person does. Okay. But formed a really amazing band. I love these guys. Like their first album well they had like a a little like short two song album they released before or three songs they released before this it was actually still really good but uh, very new up and coming project and I hope that it plays live I'm not sure if it does or not Nothing's jumping out at me as something I recognize. Uh, probably not. I mean, really, it was just recently released. Um, and the only reason why I knew about it was because of stuff. I knew both artists. Um, one of the artists is in a project called Silent Hill or uh, Silent Island. Silent Hill. Yeah, I almost <laughs> said that. Silent Island. And uh, the other guy's in a project called Super Mario Kart. Yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, right. well, they, uh, the other guy's in a band called uh, Builderness. And I don't know if you've heard them yet or not. I was going to play so. them tonight, but I decided to play this instead. But another thing you need to listen to, really amazing album. Okay. I mean, it's incredible band, another new upcoming project. Mm-hmm. Um, terrific as well. And uh, uh, kind of similar, uh, but it's, it's still different. Okay. Um, but it was interesting because uh, the guitarist starts out, uh, had this... Um, was, who's in Silent Island and, and a music for Mezure. A bunch of di- he does a, tons of different projects, and I have all of it, you know. And it's none of it's metal, you know. So to bring it in to metal and combine right. both was just like epic for me, yeah. you know. And uh, I mean, it's I, I really think that this is if people haven't heard them, that they should definitely check them out because every song on this album is incredible. Yeah, I like and it's this. Di- a lot. And it's different. Mm-hmm. It's not. typical black metal or anything you know Mm -hmm. yeah I dig this this would have been a great band to play with Mm -hmm. (laughs) Agaloc for sure you know
0: is this a band camp find?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, again, so um, their other projects were what I heard first, Right. and then I, I kind of talk to them occasionally online. Um, but fantastic musicians, um, and and again, Wilderness, uh, which is another project of this, is just amazing. Okay, I'll check uh, that out. And Black Hill is the other the guitarist. That's they're all. It's all instrumental, but. Uh, this other guy named Hecla, he's a piano player, mm-hmm. and there's an album, it's with Black, it's called, like, On Shores, or, I can't remember exactly, but uh, it's Black Hill and Hecla, and, like, the first song is guitar, mostly, the next song is piano, and it goes, like, in this okay. rhythm, but they're all the same track, so it's, like, it'll have, like, oh, the weird. same track name twice, Okay. and it's, like, the, a guitar version and, then, like, a piano version, kind of, and it was right. really different. And that was really got what got me into um, Black Hill and Silent Island and all that stuff. So, so then, if you combine
0: Black Hill and Silent Island, you get Silent Hill.
1: Yep, and Black Island. Exactly. Ooh, Black Island sounds like a zombie apocalypse game, <laughs> doesn't it? Black <laughs> Island. <laughs> it does. <laughs> anyway, that's really cool. So I have no idea what it is though. Uh, this is uh, they're called Realm of Realm of Wolves. And, Interesting. Uh, it's very new. American. Um, no, no. No, I, you know, I honestly am not hundred percent sure where. Um, I somewhere over in Europe. <laughs> cool. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, but it's it's terrific. Uh, great, great album artwork mm-hmm. too. Um, I'm hoping and praying that they release it on vinyl. Um, I'm oh. assuming they probably will at some point. Uh, yeah. The Wilderness Records are on vinyl, and uh, that is a vinyl you should get. Um, it's incredible. I mean, nice. That was probably one of the best albums I heard all year. So, this is straying
0: from my theme just slightly. You'll Can't have, have that. You'll have to. Uh, Can't have that. Sorry. You have to forgive me. However, it does stay with the theme of bands who have changed the way I look at music. See, there you go. All right. This is if I if I had to make a top five list of bands, they this guy. I can't talk anymore. These guys would be in my top five easily. Really? Ramones, Bungle, <laughs> Carcass. Oof, Carcass. Faith No More. Oof. Well, that's another
1: Mike Patton right there.
0: Yeah, I got two in there. In this band. In no particular order. But Ramones,
1: number one. But. Who are the Ramones? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, wait. Is that the band that did like eight days a week and all that kind of stuff. You're thinking of the betless. Oh, the Betless. Yeah, right, right. My bad. I almost played them tonight, but that's... <laughs> I don't know why I chose eight days a week. Like, there's so many other songs. I know, it's such had a weird it's all popped in my head, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles. You would think I would be a die. I mean, the Beatles are great. Don't get me wrong. Great name. Spelled wrong. But it's fine.
0: You know, it didn't even occur to me until, like, two years ago that it was spelled wrong. Like, I knew it was spelled wrong. Listen...
1: As an entomologist. And an etymologist. <laughs> <And, laughs> I'm great with words. <laughs> and beetles. And beetles. <laughs> wow.
0: That's kind of perfect. It's true. Mm. The beatles. I mean, I knew it was spelled wrong, but I didn't I didn't really realize mm. that it was supposed to be beetles, but like beet. You know? Yeah. Didn't occur to me. That's how it is. Anyway, I'm kinda of stupid. But <laughs> Here we go. This this is the very first song I heard from this band. Not necessarily my favorite song, but the one that just made me. That was it. Yeah. Here we go.
1: Sure. I mean, it sounds familiar. Fairly long history, lots of eras. I like this a lot.
0: And this is one of their earlier albums that's quite a bit different from their newer ones. They've been broken up for like 10 years or so now.
1: Really? So good though. Yeah. Why do they have to be broken up? I need to see this live. I saw
0: them a couple of times and really? they're just mind blowing. who did you see them with? First time I saw them, they're opening up for Typo on the
1: Bloody Kisses tour. I had a feeling this band would play with Typo Negative. It
2: was.
0: It was the, uh, the day after Kurt Cobain killed himself. Really? And this band came out. And the singer, who is an amazing, amazing talent, he was dressed like Kurt. And they opened with Smells Like Teen
1: Spirit. Oh, nice. And they closed with Teen Spirit. Well, when I was six, you know, when I was at this concert at the uh, age of six, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was really great. <laughs> you were six
0: when Kurt killed himself? Yes.
1: 92, right?
0: No, because I was living in Minneapolis,
1: so it would have been 93. Okay, I was seven. Excuse yeah. me. My bad. So, you so been when there. I was seven, when I drove myself there, to Minneapolis, and, to yeah, see the absolutely. show. Was yeah, absolutely. It great. That makes a lot of sense. You know? yeah. yeah, totally. My the, parents were all about this music then, too. You know? Oh, I'm sure.
0: And I saw them at Milwaukee Metal Fest.
1: Really? Yeah. So is that how you got into noise? Noise? Yeah, in Milwaukee, isn't there a big noise scene experimental? There is, yeah. There? Like Cocky SP and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, that is. is.
0: That is actually how I got into noise. Is, yeah. Baltimore um, has a big scene, too. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah, I made friends in Minneapolis that were into noise and power electronics, and I knew of it kind of in a cursory way, sort of, and then I had friends that were way into it and they exposed me a lot to it. And It was Brighter Death Now
1: and stuff like that. I gotta give credit to my uh, brother, Jason Green, on uh, showing like me noise, name. it's a real name. Oh, it's a powerful name. <laughs> I can tell, yeah. <laughs> Uh I, w- I worked a like, nine or 10 hour day At work, Mm -hmm. and he was like, "It's downtown. Just just walk there." And all because I didn't bring my car because we were gonna go to the show together, so I didn't realize that it was thirty-five blocks from where I worked. I walked thirty-five blocks after working ten-hour day to this place because, of course, I was like, I don't know, seventeen, so Mm -hmm. I didn't have. I mean, I had money, but I didn't want to pay for some cab or something like that. Right. So. I walk 35 blocks this place, and of course, of all the places, he's sitting up front. I've never heard of noise. I didn't know what it was. None of it. I'm sit down, and this guy I don't even know who it was comes up, and like has I don't what looks to me like this seizure on stage. Yeah. And is screaming, and then he's like banging his mic on different areas of the stage uh-huh. and stuff, and then he's scratching on something like an animal. Yeah. And. I, I didn't know what to do. I, I literally, I froze. And, and as I pan the room, I'm looking around and, and there's people just talking. to have a normal conversation like nothing's going on. And I don't know how that's happening. So, I was, so I'm panning the room. And then I see I see my brother and he's, he's there like closed eyes serenading in whatever is going on. This, this insanity. And my brain, my brain had a moment where it was like, if this doesn't stop, you're going to kill someone kind right. of thing. And as soon as it ended, it went really quiet, and that's when I chose to say, as loud as possible, <laughs> "Get me the fuck out of here!" Like really loud, and everyone stopped and looked at me. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, that's great. Oh gosh, I'm sorry, you ruining your night. Wow. Um, it was it was shocking, but after that, after I left. I, uh, I actually listened to a lot of more noise and experimental whatnot and actually opened my mind to different stuff. But but the moment of 10 hours of working and walking 35 blocks and not knowing what I was getting into was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. So I didn't have any idea. That's a great you way know? to experience It's, it's like, it, warn me next time. You yeah. know, like, is there a warning label on this? Come on. <laughs> you know? so my well, brother was like, what's wrong? You know, like, like, like nothing's wrong, you know? Well, you should start coming to my shows at Azoth
0: that I'm doing monthly. I know. I missed the one show at Aesop last weekend. The Menchi one. Yeah, that's right. That was with Menchi. Next month is going to be crazy awesome. What? What? Who are you playing with? Oh my god, it's going to be. Hold on. Almost the end of the song. I I like this a lot. So good. Yeah.
1: This is this is amazing.
0: And this guy's lyrics are so amazing. Is it a
1: guy or is it a band? Well, it's a band, okay. but
0: the, the singer writes all the lyrics and they're this weird stream of conscious, just, you have to read the lyrics. Yeah, you, i would get I'll check band. it out for sure. So good.
1: What's the name? They're called Thought Industry. Oh, I've heard of, I've heard of Thought Industry. That's yeah. of, I've heard the name before. So good. Yeah, definitely going to check that out. That's amazing.
0: This album is called Mods Carve the Pig. <laughs> the reason that... It makes sense. Aside from my love for them, is their first record is called "Songs for Insects." Oh, okay. But I didn't want to play a song off that. Right, right. But it's still kind of there in a it's way. It kind of works. It's still kind of there. There's a song on here called "Worms Listen," which doesn't really work. Right, right. But I also didn't want to play that one. This song was called "Boil." Boil, yeah. But what a fantastic band. I uh, saw them at Milwaukee Metal Fest '93. I want to say. Oh, really? And the drummer at that point in time is a guy named Dustin Donaldson. He went on to form I Am Spoonbender, and he was also in Pansy Division. Okay. And he's a fabulously gay guy. (laughs) At the time, as far as I know, he wasn't out. Right. But he was gorgeous. And he was standing like 10 feet in front of me, but turned the other way. And I was with a couple friends and we were all checking out the really hot girl with the long blonde hair. <laughs> right. Until he turned around and we realized, Oh, that's Dustin Donaldson. Oh, okay. All right. But we were still in love with him because he's right. amazing and yeah. Beautiful man. Beautiful man, amazing drummer. Right. When I saw him with typo, instead of like riding on this on the ride symbol, right. he was riding on the stands. Wow. He was like playing his stands
1: and It's funny, I was actually considering playing a Typo song, but I'm not going to... But that was one of the bands I was going to play. Typo Negative, when I first heard of them, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think they were playing by the time I had heard of them. I think they were... One of the guys passed away. Peter Steele died. Peter Steele. Yeah. Yeah. uh, But I... um, I mean, I loved them. I mean, they were just incredible when I first heard them. That was yeah. like right around the time I started getting into like Fugazi, oh, I love Fugazi, in, in Minor yeah. Threat, of mm-hmm. course. I mean, E. McKay is incredible. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, um, but that's interesting. I actually thought Industry uh, was I've I've heard of them, mm-hmm. and I think I've probably heard a few songs of theirs. Um, but it was one of those that, like you have said, you know, something I, I want to check out again because yeah, just look them up on Spotify. All their right. records are on Spotify. They had a
0: They had like five or six albums, and then they were dead for a while. And they came back with a record called "Short Wave on a Cold Day," and it was amazing. And then they're like, "Okay, we're done," and that was it.
1: Wow, and that was it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what your favorite Fugazi record is. Oh, I really like Repeater. I was gonna say Repeater is my favorite. I was considering playing something from there, but I knew you knew who they. I knew that you would know who they were. Mm -hmm. So i didn't i didn't do it um i'm gonna play something i know you haven't heard only reason why i'm playing it uh is because this band was before anything even before dredge before anything i'd ever heard uh, i listened to them when i was a kid in 1999 and uh, they played a live concert at a like church that i was Mm -hmm. at or something Mm -hmm. like that and uh really really cool um and uh you were a kid in 1999. I was a kid in 1999. I was very much a kid in 1999. and uh, But, you know, that was like, it was like what brought me into, you know, stuff that I heard my parents listening to mm-hmm. and kind of things that I would hear other people listen to. Metallica uh, actually was the first band that I ever heard when I was a little kid. The neighbor across the street where I'd ride my bike and like, he was like the guy like an idol to me you know the guy yeah. would, like I mean I'm sure he, I, I, I think later on in life I, I I realized that he might have been a drug addict because he'd work on cars at like 3 in the morning but <laughs> yeah, the yeah. guy was a legend to me you know <laughs> yeah. and uh, he would listen to Metallica all the time but you know um, I had my little bucket of dinosaurs when I was like 5 mm-hmm. and some bully rode his bike down stole my bucket of dinosaurs took it out of my hand and was driving off and this guy got on his motorcycle I mean I remember this vividly got on his motorcycle and like just plowed the guy off his bike and just (laughs) full on beat the crap out of him and got my took my dinosaurs rode back and hand me my and and hand me my dinosaurs back and this guy's in like in a leather jacket you know and he was like a legend to me after that you know i was like oh he's a god wow and he would always listen to metallica and uh so that's kind of what makes a lot of sense yeah yeah, You probably wore like lots of tight white t-shirts too. Probably. Yeah. I don't remember too much, but, uh, I do remember that moment specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's great. But, and then of course I, I kind of, that was like, I didn't have any means of looking anything up. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So that was like, Oh, Metallica's cool. So it kind of fed into when I started really listening to my own music. I was like, Oh, right. I want to go mm-hmm. this route when Metallica mm-hmm. kind of came back into my life. Of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, old school Metallica, you can't deny it. It's, oh. it's legendary. You know, amazing. I mean, come To on. this day. To it's this amazing. day. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Put on
0: master of puppets. Uh,
1: these guys are not metal at all. Uh, they are, they are kind of, a lot of the stuff that was in the local scene was very, uh, like I said, like, uh, kind of emo-ish, screamo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very, I don't know, kind of poppy. Mm-hmm. You know, but these guys were different, and uh, they they actually uh, loaded all of their music on this website, and you can just download all of it for free. Oh, that's it cool. was really cool they did that. Uh, they kind of have like, what's weird is, and it's, I hate to reference this, I'm not I'm not a very big U2 fan, but mm-hmm. they uh, the vocalist kind of has a little bit of that style, mm-hmm. a little bit. It's not U2 at all, it's it's not at all. But um, they, they did a, they did a uh, New Year's Day, they did a cover of that, oh, okay. which is yeah. way better than the original song, in my opinion, yeah. so. Uh, anyways, I'll play it, uh, but they're, they're kind of slower. But uh, they actually were pretty experimental in a lot of stuff. They had mm-hmm. some really weird stuff. But this is about, I want to say, two thousand like one, maybe two thousand. Okay. When it came mm-hmm. out, it's been it's been a while, um, but it really kind of brings it in. But again, this is like little teenage me was just like, oh, there is good music right. that you know kind of brings it out. I I love his voice personally, Um, it's different. where we were at the colonial theater yeah and I was like this is amazing Mm -hmm. you know and um, and again it all these bands were a build-up to hearing agaloc right is really in my opinion is like the definition of like what I realized that I love of everything you know Mm -hmm. And these guys were very much around the same time you guys were playing I mean they first started in 97 okay yeah really interesting I, I was devastated I had all of the original demos of this band and they were stolen from me I had my house broken into oh no when I was 18 in my first place I lived to and, and got robbed and these albums are worth nothing to most people but to me I mean I would pay I would pay if I could get them back I would probably pay a hundred bucks for each CD yeah just because I, I want them so bad yeah you know because of of the impact they sure for definitely wife. yeah uh Nice guys, I got to know them. They were one of the first bands I ever knew, you know. So there's no way I would know what this is. No, absolutely not. They put out, I want to say, three EPs and one full-length album. Okay. They're from Sacramento. I Actually, I believe they played a show with Giant Squid once.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I want to hmm. say
1: they did, actually. You can, you can say that. Yeah, I couldn't say that. You just did. I did. Again, um... It's not metal, it's not, or it's, it's not, uh, it's kind of poppy, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. but it's different in its own way, still, I mean. It's kind of post-rocky, though. Definitely, but it's, I mean, I was definitely not really listening to post-rock when this came out, you right. know, and, and I listen to a lot of post-rock now, I mean, I, I consider Alcest very uh, mm-hmm. shoegaze post-rock kind mm-hmm. of stuff, you know, and this is kind of that feel yeah. to it, you know. It's different, though. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's cool. I, I'm showing it mostly in the fact that uh, it's it was just different than any other thing I was really listening to right. when I was like, you know, 12 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Dredge, I, I listened to these guys and they played a show with Dredge, actually, okay, which yeah. is how I heard of Dredge. Right. And then it was like, Twitter played, and then... Oh, I just said their name, sorry. But anyway... <laughs> what, what, Twitter? Twitter? quitter oh he said twitter and they did quit which is kind of ironic oh, yeah. you know well you have to eventually I, mean, I guess so that's true but i guess is retiring quitting really yep or yeah i guess so yep you it's gotta quitting. call it quit sometime i guess so i think didn't uh i think elton john just said that he was retiring it's true he's doing his like farewell tour really with, like 80 countries or something crazy Jesus. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. It's like, it's something like that. It's like 80. 80- well, yeah. Fact, I mean, if you're Elton John, we retiring, just, I just house sat for people that, uh, friends of mine that went to New York and they got to see him in New York. And, uh, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. It was Elton John. Yeah. I don't really care about Elton John, but you have to like, eh. I guess, respect the legacy. Yeah. I guess. Whether they listen to him or not, it's kind of like, I guess, mm-hmm. he's yeah. a legend. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's accomplished a lot. But yeah, that was Quitter. They were banned from Sacramento. They were nobody's really. I like the name. Yeah.
0: All right, this is my last one. Uh, This is, like I said earlier, this is the first one I thought of for this podcast. Um, Having said that, I have not heard this in 15 years, maybe so I, I barely even remember what it sounds like it's journey it's journey i knew it yep
1: wait is this no something i talked about earlier uh no oh, okay so it sounded like the tribes in your for a minute oh no <laughs> Uh,
0: Kind of similar idea Well it's definitely
1: Crickets Yep And that's a Katie did Katie did what? That's a Katie did What did she do? Oh my god You're a dad I am a dad (laughs) I was a dad before I was a dad Really? Yeah I
0: love jokes like that This was released in 1986
1: I was born in 1986 Really? Yes <laughs> They're going to get you, Barbara. <laughs> Sorry. I had to make an out of Dead <laughs> reference. <laughs>
0: Three minute song
1: oh playing the whole thing yep no <laughs> you just have one song left <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's 43 minutes but it's one song don't worry it's
1: fine just had one drink for her <laughs> yeah it.
0: Oh, well, okay. It's one song, but it's split into like, movements, so... Oh, okay. Okay,
1: fair. Got me on that. That was
0: the first movement. So I'm going to slaughter this guy's name. <laughs> but the way I've always said it and the way I've heard it is Graeme Ravel. Mm-hmm. He uh, was in one of the founding fathers of industrial noise, mm. SPK. So he basically started an SPK. After that was done, he started making soundtracks. This record is called The Insect Musicians, and as you can tell, there's a lot of samples of insects that he manipulates. Um, Let's go to uh, Wiki real quick and look at his soundtrack work, because it is very impressive. Which is pretty crazy, really, because, I mean, he was a noise guy, like, he made noise. And now, his credits are pretty insane. Um, the Crow, Street Fighter, oh, wow. Power Rangers, really, From Dusk Till Dawn, The Craft, The Saint, Bride of Chucky, Tomb Raider, Daredevil, Devil, Freddy vs. Jason.
1: Something I want to play, but I also really want to play a soundtrack song.
0: Yeah, if you look at his filmography here, it's just like That's really interesting. Tons of stuff: Eon Flux, Sin City, Blow, Ghost in the Machine, uh, Tank Girl.
1: What, really?
0: Yep. Suicide Kings. I think there's a lot of television stuff, uh, Psycho, Dennis the Menace.
1: I mean, that's what I knew of Gotham,
0: <laughs> Call of Duty video
1: games. Uh, I. I'm gonna have to play it. You said there's I only got one song left. Yep. Ugh. Pineapple Express. But I got two songs I have CSI to play. CSI Miami. I have two songs I have to play. Eleventh Hour.
0: Okay, well, that's kind of perfect because usually what I do is after the last song, I have the guest exit with a song Okay. after the talking. If they're in a band, then they play their own song, so you can just exit with one of your
1: choices. I'm going to exit with a song that is very much influenced by the, well, the reason why I'm playing it is because of this. Right. Okay, great but this is pretty cool I like this stuff a lot it's great this is something I would listen to while I draw very much so
0: so yeah so this is um, just YouTube I've never seen this anywhere like I've only heard it online we've only got about 35 minutes left for this song.
1: Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm gonna go make some popcorn. <laughs> oh, okay. Alright. Your last choice. Okay. Well, then I will play the song that I planned on playing. But uh, I do want to play something that you're gonna love that mm-hmm. I have got to show you after this. Okay. But. It's cool. really good podcast music. Isn't it? You know. Just like for the background. Like, could you imagine like telling a mystery story?
0: Yeah. Or like a murder story. Yeah. There once was a man from Nantucket.
1: That played the banjo. In a bucket. In a bucket. Yeah. His That's a name limerick though. Was curl. 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 Yeah. It's a weird name. Yeah. But Carl, but you know. Weird accent. He was a girl, so it's <laughs> curl. He was a girl. <laughs> Right. Do you know how to use laptops? Mm, sometimes. I don't even know where you were. I'm right here. That's, oh, that's why you had it on YouTube. That yeah. was on Spotify. No.
0: Right, was it on Spotify? Out. He had a bunch of soundtracks on Spotify.
1: Oh. That was a lot of listing of movies. And I only listed <laughs> a small fraction. So, uh, you may know that I do some artwork.
0: I have a drawing of a sloth of yours. You do. Right above my guest bed.
1: Right, right. Um, with drawing, I got into, in the past few years, when I really got serious into my artwork.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's the perfect hat, by the way. It's yep. the best hat. You have to explain the hat, though. Well, I mean it's a sloth,
0: but a hat. Yeah, you gave me the sloth hat, and the yeah. arms of the sloth kind of wrap around my chin. It's adorable.
1: Mm-hmm. Really. You look just like a sloth. The kids wear it yeah. often. Yeah. It's a good hat. I feel like that should be like, you know, you have a serious conversation with the family. That should be the hat you wear. Yeah, um, whenever I have to like come down on the kids for yeah. grades mm-hmm. or you
0: know,
1: anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Or like if they ever have to be grounded, they have to wear that hat the entire time. Or if they Mm -hmm. go somewhere with a boy, they have to wear that hat the whole time. Yeah. It's a must do. And it was what I was saying. Yes. I got into post rock a lot. You've been mentioning the term post rock. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is instrumental. Yes. And um, I met these guys here in Portland. I'm not going to tell you who they are, but. I know who they are already. Do you? Yep. Who are they? Long hallways. Nope no yeah they're amazing too okay don't get me wrong um that was something i had on my list actually but i had a pretty long list but they were one of them on there these guys uh i met them at a show which was a really like epic concert i mean every band that played was just incredible um and i pretty much would have listed almost every band that played that night on this list uh but this is from their new album that's Mm -hmm. coming out in november I've gotten to hear the whole thing And it's really good And they really went from post-rock To almost post-metal In a sense they Are still they, a, they're are still they a from here yep. Seattle? They're P- Portland Okay uh, You may have heard of them They're really uh, getting there uh, But anyways, I'll start playing this This is their single Off of their new album Okay Kind of starts out post-rocky But it, it really gets um, heavier afterwards But I mean, this album... They sent it to me and I was just like blown away by it, you know. Uh, what I like about post-rock is that it's something that I can listen to and uh, focus on other things with, you know. Right. I think that mm-hmm. uh, for me, uh, when I hear lyrics, I can get very distracted by it. Yeah, it's like another focal point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, these guys especially, I've listened to... Their albums, just drawing, and, and it's, it can be uplifting. It can be dark, it can right. be interesting, and this this album really has all of those things mm-hmm. in it. And I, I really wanted to show you this because uh, this would be a great band to open for karate For instance, it's just it's their their sound, but they get heavier, and it's mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's just different. It changes up a lot, kind of like karate's album. I mean, it does. It has so many changes in that album. Yeah, you know, and I love it. I mean, that's what I love about. I listen to that record a lot. But these guys are cool, great people, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, they've really this album is much different than their other stuff. Okay, so, a little uh, bit heavier. Yes, I mean it. Kind of right now, it's kind of your post rock kind of flow, but right. it does change up. I, I wish I, I only want to play this one because it's their only single that's out. I didn't want to oh, know, play so a song that's not released. Right. Yet. So this is the <laughs> upcoming record. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but there are many good songs on here where did they play when you saw them uh oh i've seen them many times i okay. know the guys good friends of mine um but they've played all over the uh, they've played tonic bunk bar you know all i've over never been place. to bunk bar oh really Mm-mm. no That's yeah, pretty cool we went to this they played uh, at hollow scene not too long ago yeah oh, yeah. that was a pretty cool it's place. a cool place yeah
0: yeah, I saw Danielson family there. Oh yeah, definitely. And I saw a
1: clipping there last year. Man, I was so sad I missed that. That was awesome. I bet that was good. So awesome. But yeah, I've uh, I've been listening to stuff like this a lot lately. Honestly, I think that I kind of went through a time in my life where I needed something that was kind of uplifting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I went through a lot in these past couple years, and these guys were really uh, helpful and really kind of just. Getting back into my art, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and really kind of focusing back in on music I love, you know, the day. Very soundtrack kind of feel to it. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: Yeah,
0: it is. Very post Rocky. Absolutely. What is Sylvester Stallone up to these days, anyway? You know? I'm not sure. Whatever it is,
1: it's post Rocky. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dad, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's awesome. That is great. <laughs> Actually, isn't he making like another Rambo? He is, you're right. Yeah. He's like in a wheelchair at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just kills someone in a retirement home. Yeah. He drew first blood. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Yeah, it's good, right? I thought you were going to play Ten Sons. You know, I they were on my list. I had a... I didn't know how long we were going to be gone so I had like a list of like 20 artists because I mean you have to understand like I listen to a lot of bands and so it was very hard to make a decision on what I was going to play and Leprous, I wasn't even going to play and then it just kind of happened you know and, and it, same with uh, the I, I didn't know if I was actually going to play Axiom of Choice either but yeah it was just you know sometimes you just got to hear something different you know everybody comes with
0: a list that's way longer than what they actually do. Yeah. Which is good, I yeah. think. When I first started doing this, I told people, like, we're going to do, like, ten songs each. And then it ends up
1: being, like, a four-hour-long podcast. Oh, God. And that's just too much. Well, how long? Wasn't it, like, two and a half hours for uh, with uh, with uh, Eric from Area Ruin? That yeah. was a long one. That well, was a long one. I did...
0: Seven hours straight with John Chick. Whew. I did like four with Menchi. I did four or five with Ramin. Right. But I, I've come to realize that those marathon sessions, and even if you break them into two episodes, it's just it's it's too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. Right.
1: How have I never met Ramin? How, I don't know. I don't know how I've never met him. He's
0: coming out to the for the Karate Show, so you meet him there. Oh, meet him there yeah. if you're going to the Karate Show.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it, it is a Saturday or a Sunday night. Yeah, that's way past my bedtime, bro. Yeah. No, I already bought tickets of that. Are you kidding me? That I'm I'm assuming it's probably going to sell out pretty soon.
0: I'm yep, hoping with so. With
1: job and everyone, I mean, come on. have you
0: seen the tickets? How but, how it says it has a space in the band name. It says Core and then a space and then a no. A but I'll
1: be getting them soon in the mail, so I'm really excited yeah. about that. It's Core and then like five spaces and then Da.
0: <laughs> it's really weird. It says Yob, Core, and then Da.
1: No A? There's like, what Would it be Oh, you're right. There isn't an A in no it. It's just way. Core, Da. Core, Da. Core, Da. That's actually my band. We're a Corada tribute band. Hey, cool. <laughs> figured, you know, your first album. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> Why not? A lot of material to, to so draw from. That was a Portland band called Coastlands. Um, don't think I... Oh, no. I don't think I've heard of them. Well, you should listen to more of them.
0: You have posted about them.
1: Right? Yeah, feel like a few times. Okay, they're yeah. The name sounds familiar. Amazing musicians, wonderful people, mm-hmm. um, and are you stalking them too? All the time, I, I cuddle with them sometimes too. Just oh, that's depends. good. Yeah, depends on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, they really are. I mean, they're kind of they've been around a while, but they're really still kind of upcoming. But um, I really recommend checking them out. I mean, they have all kinds of post rock sounds to them, but this album is really definitely something that's going to be different. So cool. Yeah. I I like that. That was cool. And live. They, they kind of just put on that performance where it's just like unapologetic. It's Mm -hmm. just real, you know, and it's, it's heavy and it's good. And even though it's beautiful at the same time. So it's something I recommend checking out. Nice. Okay. Very cool. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. Definitely. Thanks for bringing me in the bugs. Yeah, thanks for right. bringing the bugs. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you know, Kevin, Kevin,
1: Kevin uh, Francisco, Francisca. Yeah. Francisco, it Francisco. It was supposed to be Francisca. Okay, but, uh, he was a boy. So. Okay. no, no babies for me.
0: Yeah, that's right. You probably don't want to mate with one of those guys anyway. It's kind of rough. Yeah, I understand.
1: You know? I guess that would be the insect arc
0: so many. Yeah, I purposely didn't play an insect
1: arc tonight. Yeah, I would have known what it was immediately. Well, anyway. and I you know, I had ash on the show. So That's true. It's such a good band though. I wear that shirt all over the place. You know, and people oh, are yeah. like, Oh, uh-huh. that's fitting. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a great band yeah. too, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you
1: should wear nothing but insect shirts too. Uh you know, I I don't find enough. No. And if they are, it's like a butterfly. It's some it's like some blouse with like a bunch of butterflies and sequins all over you it. You should really wear <sighs> hmm. I thought about it. You should really, just nothing but blouses that's from it. here on out. That'd yeah. be awesome. With dragon, oh, dragonflies, huh? Mm-hmm. That'd be little, cool. glittery dragonflies. Dragonflies. Um, butterflies. Um, butterflies. Butterfli- ladybugs. <laughs> yes. That's about all I find. Yeah. If I see another ladybug pillowcase, let me tell you, I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, that number 21, I'll get that one. Number 21. Yeah, I've seen 20 of them. So. Oh, I see. Number Great. 21. Gotcha. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll get I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. 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 Sounds fine.
0: Well, cool. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks again for joining me. Definitely. And uh, you want to lead us out? With, I do. I, I want to play selection? one
1: thing. Is there
0: something you want to say about it, or you just want to like one. go for it?
1: I'm gonna go for it. Okay. Uh, I do, because um, there's no more talking after this. There's none. And, then, and there's no
0: talking during this song. This is a fucking. This is it. This is it. Let me. So let if me... you want to say anything, now's your time. Now. Because I'm gonna time. mute our fucking channels right
1: now. But I got to see which song I want to play. The first. third one. You want me to play the third one? Mhm. Okay. I'm going to say right now oh, so so there's no talking right now. I mean right now there is, but once the music but, I mean starts, after the music nope. starts. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what it is then. Uh, oh yeah, well that would make sense. Yeah. 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 So uh it's, uh have you heard of the artist Mark Ryden? He is a Don't painter, believe so. Okay, well he's a painter. He has some really eerie art. It's mm-hmm. a lot of like almost like kids with big heads, but kind of bloody at the same time. And and it was for an, his art show. Um, and it was a guy by the name of Stan Ridgeway. I'm sure okay. you've heard that name. I Yeah, but I don't know why. Uh, he he's, does a lot of jazz, jazz compositions as well okay. as other music and mm-hmm. whatnot. Uh, and Pextra Weston, uh, someone I didn't really know who that was, um, they did an album together for the opening of this of Mark Ryden's art show mm. called Blood. And, uh, it is a a soundtrack kind of, Mm -hmm. and it is this album I, I found because of the artwork, I I liked Mark Ryden's art and, and I just saw this like crazy CD and I was like, Oh, I got to hear this. And it, I was thinking it was going to be like some weird, scary metal thing. And it was, and it's still kind of creepy in a way, uh, but it's really cool. And of course the album, it all flows together, um, in, in its own way. And the, this one is, uh, the track three is called "The Baptism of J. Joe or Jajo. And, what uh, what is that? I don't know. Okay, but we're gonna. But we're gonna. I uh, am gonna, um, gonna look it up here and see if I can find it. Because oh, there and look at that! Oh, the, uh, the it was called the Blood Show. That was oh, the, okay. Uh, but it, the album is just called Blood. And uh, it's very interesting. All right. Well, thanks
0: again, Jesse. Definitely. Let's uh, listen to your blood show. I hope you enjoy. I will.
1: Why didn't I get to have this voice the entire time? That's not fair. I really like long walks on the beach. And I like defecating on the beach.
2: (laughs) Holy shit! What is happening?
1: (laughs) Can I do the- Can I use this voice for vocals with self Spiller? (laughs) Jesus Christ. What are you? What is this about?
2: (laughs) Are you just recording this shit?